Hello everyone, welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. In today's episode, we're going to talk about two movies that were nominated or won any of the European Film Awards. So both new movies we're going to talk about today are not from Hollywood. First of all, let's listen to the first new movie we're going to talk about today, Broker. Boxes that are left out for people to anonymously drop off their unwanted babies. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is the Korean movie Broker, and the introduction we just heard is not the plot of the movie, but the concept of the movie and the topic it wants to tell us. Although it's a Korean movie. It's directed by the Japanese Oscar-winning director Koleeda Hirokazu. This is already the eighth time for the director to enter Cannes Film Festival, so you can imagine that this movie is definitely amazing. According to the director, Broker is a movie that conquers each other's cultural difference. And language barriers. So, being able to be recognized at the Cannes Film Festival, he thinks that it's not only a payback for the director, but also for the whole crew and the actors of this movie. Just like we heard in the introduction, the movie's about Baby Hatch. Baby Hatch is an equipment, or should I say, a system for parents who don't want their child to give away their kids. And at the same time, because the baby hatch has temperature, water, and the exterior is kind of a protection for the baby, the baby will be safe at least until the next morning. And even if the parents give up their child to the baby hatch, they have two weeks to regret, and they can bring their baby home. And so the movie broker is talking about. The kindness and hatred around Baby Hatch. It's a movie that makes you feel sad, painful, excited, and thrilled. It's just an issue that the director wants to discuss because in Japan and Korea, Baby Hatch is a controversial issue. But actually, but actually, Baby Hatch was really popular in America and Europe. Many years ago, and some countries still have baby hatch even now. For example, Germany. So it really is a movie that discusses this topic. If you like Korean movies, or you like the director, or you want to know more about this issue, you can go watch Broker this weekend. Now let's listen to the second new movie we're going to talk about: The Blind Man Who Did Not Want to See Titanic. Yako is a blind man who is confined to a wheelchair. He is in love with Serpa, with whom he has had a long-distance relationship, but only by telephone. The two have never met in person. One day, Jacko decides to travel to meet Serpa, relying on strangers' help to make the journey. The second movie we're going to talk about today is a Finland film, *The Blind Man Who Didn't Want to See Titanic*. Actually, I had a chance to watch it when it was chosen as one of the Golden Horse Fantastic Films. But I have book club Thursday evening, 
so I gave the tickets to my classmates. From the introduction we just heard, it sounds like a road trip without driving. The person whom Yako, the protagonist, is in love with, Serpa, is actually also a patient. And because Serpa's disease is getting worse, she's very upset. And Yako decides to go on this hero journey for his love. Sounds so sweet. And I'm pretty sure the movie is inspiring. I don't know how far their long distance relationship is. Maybe it's just different states in Finland or maybe Finland to another country within the Europe. I don't think it's a cross-continental trip, but maybe it is. Who knows? But even if it's a simple trip for regular people, it's really difficult for Yako because he can't see. And the director even used special cinematography to blur the background to mimic the subjective view of the protagonist so that the audience gets to feel how Yako feels after he becomes blind. Many people think that Finnish people are cold, but this movie is going to tell us how warm they are under their cold appearance. The person who plays Yako is a new actor, and he is blind himself. His true and touching performance also got him a lot of awards. I personally like the tagline of the movie because it says, Do we have the chance to see each other once before we die? That really is sad, but I'm pretty sure this movie is probably very touching. So if you like European movies, or you want to know what happens to the man who didn't want to see Titanic, you can go watch it this weekend. Oh, and I forgot to talk about the reason why the movie is called The Blind Man Who Didn't Want to See Titanic. Because Yako is a big fan of James Cameron, but he hates Titanic. He thinks it's the worst movie James Cameron has ever made. That's hilarious, isn't it? So you can imagine this movie is probably both funny and tear-driven. Before we move on to Top 007, as usual, let's see what we had from last week first. We had two top threes, Everything Everywhere All at Once and Jurassic World Dominion. Top two was Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and Top 1. Top Gun, Maverick, of course, is the top, top, top. Let's see what we have for top 7 to top 4. Top 5, Everything Everywhere All at Once. What's happening? The Box Burgers Movie. Oh my god. Louise, don't go down there, it's dangerous. Ah! Top 4, The Bad Guy. We're the bad guy. It's crime time, baby. Shark. We need a distraction. Do I get to improvise? Fine, please. The last 10 years. There's no new face on the chart from top 7 to top 4 this week. So let's talk a little bit about each of them. The first top 5's Everything Everywhere All At Once. What I think is amazing is that this is the ninth week for this movie to be on the chart. Although it seems that it's going to fall out, it's still something. 
I mean nine weeks. That's more than two months. So if you want to watch it and you haven't, better grab the chance fast. The other top five, the Bob's Burgers movie. This is very famous in the U.S. and it's critically acclaimed. It's really a pity that it's not going to be released in Taiwan. But from the atmosphere it gives me, I feel like it's an animation that's similar to The Simpsons. So if you like that kind of animation, the Bob's Burgers movie is probably a good choice for you. Top four, The Bad Guys. It's another movie that's also very popular in the U.S. Unfortunately, it didn't receive as much welcome in Taiwan in March when it was released. I don't understand why because this is the latest film produced by DreamWorks, but there wasn't really a lot of promotion. I guess that's the reason. But I'm pretty sure it's still worth seeing. Last but not least, the other top four. The last ten years is the only Japanese movie on the charts this week. Although it's not a blockbuster, many people who have seen it all say that it's really good. Of course, you probably will weep during the movie, but if you really like Japanese movie style or you just like touching movies like this one, the last ten years wouldn't let you down. And now let's move on to top three to top one. I'm going to talk about a movie that I've seen. Top three, Lightyear. Hello, Buzz. I am Socks, your personal companion robot. Top two, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I sacrificed everything. Top one, Jurassic World, Dominion. Genetic power has now been unleashed. Top Gun. Maverick. Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. Wow, there are four movies from top three to top one this week. A little bit crowded, and there's only one new movie on the charts, so you know which one we're going to talk about. It's Lightyear. I went to watch it the very first day when it was released. And I think it's an amazing adventure for people all ages. Unlike Toy Story series targeting the children, you can tell from Lightyear's style, its genre, the story description, and the characters. It's obvious that the adults are the target audience. People usually think that animations are for kids, but actually. Pixar recently, well, it's not recently. They have been developing and promoting classic animations that focus on adult emotions. For example, Finding Nemo and the latest Turning Red on Disney Plus focus on parenting and the soul and the Incredibles focus on people's second half of their lives. So even though Lightyear is an adventurous growth story that's suitable for kids, the core character and the emotions of the story can still resonate adult audience. If you're like me, when you saw the trailer of Lightyear, you probably thought about why and how did the director came up with this idea. Actually, the director Angus McLean 
said that the inspiration came from his passion towards the series. He directed the short animation Small Fry, so his favorite character in the Toy Story series is Lightyear. And then he thought about, did Andy watch a movie? And then he wanted the toy of Lightyear, and that's where Lightyear the movie came from. The director said that he really wants to make a film that's affected by sci-fi movies from 1977 to 1999. He wants to mimic the specific quality and the true emotions and the world from that generation. I'm not from that generation. So even after I saw it, I can't tell you whether it's really from that generation. And I personally like Lightyear, not a lot, a little bit. But so far, the comments are polarized. So if it's still on the chart, maybe we can discuss about that next week. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you like the show, and remember to tune in same time next week. I'm Viola. See you next week.